Welcome to the Infinite Project Podcast. My name is Stephen and I'm the owner of the Infinite Project. We help men and women finish losing body fat for good, doing something they can stick to long term. We're against fad diets and quick fixes. We always play the long game. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about five things you could do um, or five things I would do if my goal this summer was to be in the best shape possible um, with regards to getting lean and losing body fat. Um, so the reason I say it, if it was my goal, because my goal just now is to, to put on some muscle mass going into the summer, so I'm not focused on fat loss at the moment. But if I was, if I had some holidays coming up um, and I was wanting to you know, be as trim as possible, be as lean as possible uh, and be in my best shape, then there's five things I would do to get things moving in the right direction. Now, I thought this podcast would be really useful um, this week, just because I know so many of you guys have got holidays booked, so many people I've talked to are thinking, oh God, right, I want to, I want to be in good shape, I want to go and hold and wear what I want and not have to panic. Um, so I thought this one would be really, really useful. So here are the five things that I would do, um, you know, like I said, if my goal was fat loss going into this summer. So number one would be, I'd say a goal, um, you know, whether it's 12 weeks, 16 weeks, 18 weeks from now, whenever, you know, your, your end date is for this kind of fat loss um, phase um, it might be a holiday you're aiming for you know get a time frame in front of you I think a lot of people quite often start losing body fat and they never really have a time frame to work with it's just right oh just keep going to get there and that can feel like it never ends so sometimes it's good to work towards a specific date um, even if your goals get to take longer than that it's sometimes nice just to have a date to work towards and then you know you might even take a bit of a of a, a kind of a lighter week in between and then get back on it again. It's just nice to break things up and not feel like you're on an endless diet. So I'd always set 12, 16, 18 weeks from now, um, set a kind of end date with this fat loss focused phase. Um, now from there, we'll look at what would the amazing result look like? Say your holiday 16 weeks from now. Uh, what would an amazing result look like? Now, a lot of people often ask me, like, you know, what's realistic goal-wise? It will always depend on the individual. So it's it's quite difficult to say. There's no like right or wrong answer with this. So I would say, you know, depending on how much weight you've got to lose, if you've got potentially two and a half stone plus to lose, maybe two and a half, three, four stone to lose, and then, you know, losing two pounds a week is not impossible. If you've got less than two stone to lose, then around about a pound a week is probably more realistic. Um, yeah, you might lose a little bit more in the beginning, but longer term like you, it's going to be nearer a pound a week the leaner you get the, the slower the, the fat loss is going to be um, but in the beginning if you've got quite a lot to lose it will come off pretty quick again everyone's different some people lose a lot of scale weight some people lose a lot of measurements as opposed to scale weight everyone's different but based on what you've lost before you'll have a rough idea of what's probably realistic in you know 12 16 or 18 weeks um, so say 16 weeks from now maybe your overall goal is to lose two stone. So you set that. Hey, you might get close to it. You might be just under it. Absolutely fantastic. From there, we want to take that goal and break it down into little bite-sized chunks. So something we do inside the Infinite Project is set many 30-day goals. And these can be really useful. So it takes that big goal and breaks it down into little wee bite-sized chunks. When we've got a big goal and we've maybe had a bad week, a challenging week, or a bad weekend, We've got one big goal in front of us and that's happened. It's very easy to kind of look at it and go, well, what is the point of continuing? Like, bloody hell, I've got two and a half stone to lose and I've just messed up at the weekend and gained, I'm up four pounds today. Like, what's the point? It's very easy to give up. But when we've got little wee smaller bite-sized goals, 
you know, it, it makes things so much less overwhelming. And once you start knocking off these little goals, you start to build a bit of momentum and you start to you start to feel good about things. It's quite a nice feeling when you achieve a goal. So I would break that goal down into 30-day chunks. So maybe your 30-day goal could be, you know, you want to lose five to seven pounds of body fat. Um, you want to drop two centimeters off your waist. Um, you want to hit six workouts in the in the next 30 days. If you can tick those boxes, you're absolutely delighted. So get those goals written down on a bit of paper. Get your big goal written down. Store it in your notes on your phone. Have it somewhere so you know you can see it. Um, one thing I quite often did in the past was I put it in my calendar, like the start date and the end date. Um, and then when I look at my calendar, I'm like, oh crap, I'm coming up to the end of my goal. Like how close am I to it? So it keeps it top of mind. So get those goals written down. And then every 30 days, just make a lot of wee bite-sized goals. Like if every 30 days you set the goal to lose around five pounds, you know, after three months, you're already well over a stone. So it just breaks that goal into smaller bite-sized chunks. Um, and one thing I would definitely say with setting goals as well, is make sure your goal is specific. Uh, you don't keep it all foggy and hazy because I've done that in the past. I've kind of set a, a half hour set and a goal. I've set a, a kind of goal, uh, nothing too specific because purely through fear fear of failure because I didn't want to not achieve it and then feel bad about it. So I would kind of keep the goal, the, the kind of goal all kind of foggy and hazy and yeah, I'm kind of looking to get leaner. Oh, I'm not sure how much I'm going to lose, but oh, I'll just kind of go into the future and hopefully I'll get leaner. There was nothing specific about it, just through fear that I might not achieve it. But it's much better to have a specific goal because then you know whether or not you're you're making progress. If you're not making progress, you can do something about it. That's the thing. Uh, I think, like I say, I used to fear fear failing, I guess, like, you know, when I'd set a goal and think, oh God, what happens if I don't achieve it? It's like, well, if I'm not achieving it, I can do something about that. There's something not right. Um, so yeah, make sure your goal is specific. So that's number one, set your goal, write down your big goal, whether it's 12 weeks, 16 weeks, eight weeks, however far away, holidays and things like that are, set your big goal and then set a smaller 30-day goal. And you can reset that 30-day goal every 30 days. Have some little wee specific targets to work towards. The second thing I would do, so after having my goal, right, I know what I want to achieve. I know what my goal is. I know what my time frame is. I've got some mini goals to work towards as well. From there, I would look at setting up my calorie and macro goals. So literally, if you type into Google, T-D-E-E, calorie expenditure calculator, uh, or calorie calorie calculator, bloody hell, it's a mouthful, uh, T-D-E-E, calorie calculator it will calculate out how much calories bloody has a lot of calculates uh, it will calculate out how much calories roughly your body needs to maintain its weight and then off the back of that you can um you can set your your fat loss based target so a lot of these calorie counter or bloody hell calorie calculator apps uh, will calculate out roughly what you should be consuming calorie wise to be losing body fat losing about a pound a week most of them will set you in a, a 500 calorie deficit so Google that or use even MyFitnessPal. If you put in your details in there, your body weight, how active you are, they will give you a calorie-based goal as well. Um, what I'd recommend is aim to lose about a pound a week, which is about a 500 calorie deficit. If you try to lose more than that, you're going to be eating absolutely nothing. You could be eating dust for your supper. Uh, so don't starve yourself. Play the long game with fat loss. Like You want to be consistent, not occasionally like you don't want to be like oh yeah i managed to keep my calories really low for four days but then i was so hungry that i binged and went off track like that's gonna be a waste of time so set a goal that's realistic calorie wise so use the likes of my fitness pal they'll give you a calorie um target to aim for or like i say calorie calculator <laughs> tde calorie calculator google that and that'll come up with a, a ton of them online um and from there like you know none of these calculators are 100 percent accurate nothing is not unless you were in a bloody lab with a ton of scientists around you um literally like they're giving you an estimation and then all you need to do is adjust based on that so 
say it gives you a calorie goal of, I don't know, 1,800 calories a day, and that's based on you losing about a pound a week. And then you start doing that, and after a week or two weeks, it's been like 10 days, say, and no progress has happened. You're like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, maybe you need to reduce it a little bit. Maybe it's too high for you. Maybe you need to take it down to, I don't know, 1,600 and see if that gets things going again. Um, so yeah, it's just an estimation, and then you just adjust based off the back of that. Now, when it comes to setting your macros, your protein, carbs, and fats, um, again, again, it's quite difficult to say, depending on how much weight you've got to lose, but usually I would shoot for usually around about two grams per kilogram of body weight is quite a good uh, range to aim for protein-wise. But if you do have more than three stone plus to lose, um, obviously your body weight's going to be a lot higher, so your protein intake would be ridiculously high. Um, so from there, I would probably reduce it a little bit. Um, fat intake will kind of depend. Like The way I like to set up my kind of calories and macros is, number one, I'll set my calorie goal. Number two, I'll set my protein intake. Um, like based off some of those calculations. Like I say, if you've got a little bit more to lose, then you might need to lower that protein intake a little bit. And then after that, carbs and fats are literally personal preference. Um, one thing I would try and avoid is letting them drop down too low. So you don't want carb intake dropping down crazy low because then you're literally doing probably keto, which uh, for some, yeah, maybe works great. For others, would be absolutely hell, hell on earth. Uh, and fat intake, we don't want it dropping down too low either. It's very important from a health standpoint. Uh, it's involved in so many important things in the body and our body needs fat in our diet as well. So we don't want it to be too low either. Um, so it's just getting a, a fine balance with them and probably not letting fat intake drop below 25% of total calories would be a, a probably a good range. Um, and then your carbs kind of make up the rest of it. So that's what I kind of do with the, the calorie and macro side of things. Use the likes of MyFitnessPal. Um, try and get your protein intake, like I say, around about two grams per kilo of body weight. So if you weighed 80 kilos, you're looking at probably 160 grams of protein. Um, if you say you had a lot of weight to lose, you're, you weigh 120 kilos, I'd maybe, you know, instead of going for 240 grams of protein, I'd maybe take that down to like 180 to 200. Um, again, it'll totally depend on uh, the individual. Uh, it's very hard to give a, a broad, um, kind of ex- um, broad recommendation, I guess. Number three, so number one was set a goal. We set our goal, we write down our goal, and uh, we set some small specific goals off the back of it. Number two is set our calorie and macro goals. So like I said, use the likes of MyFitnessPal or search for a, a calorie TDE calculator online and that'll help you set what your calorie goal should be. Number three is plan what you'll do for exercise. So if your goal is to get lean, like number one, we're going to have to get some sort of weight workouts in there. Whether that's you going to the gym or working out from home, you're going to need some sort of strength training in there. If you want to be lean and defined, then your body needs muscle. It needs to hold on to that muscle as well. If you, you know, you lose a lot of weight and you do no strength training whatsoever, you're going to lose a lot of muscle as well, which is not good. We want to keep our muscle because our muscle is what makes us look toned, lean, defined. I know there's quite a stigma when it comes to weightlifting, maybe not so much nowadays, but a lot of people used to feel that, oh, if I go into the gym, I'm going to bulk up and be massive. Like, it's just not going to happen. Trust me, like I'm physically trying to build muscle just now and it's painfully slow. So honestly, it's never going to accidentally happen. Um, there's so many things that need to, to happen for that to happen. So yeah, do not worry. That'll, that'll never happen accidentally. So I would try and get at least one strength workout in a week. Like I say, that could be from home, that could be from the gym. Um, there's literally tons of plans online, but I've actually got some templates um, stored. 
on my computer with home and gym-based workouts with links to videos on YouTube showing you what how to do the exercises, what rep ranges to do, what sets to do. So if you are listening to this and thinking, bloody hell, I have no idea what I'm doing in the gym or with my workouts, literally, like, ping me a message on um, Instagram. Like, just ping me a message. Say, like, hey, just listen to your podcast. Could you send me the, the free workouts? And I'll send them across to you. Um, so yeah, no no ties attached or anything. Just yeah, ping me a message and I'll send them across and that'll give you a little bit of structure which will really make a difference. So I would aim for at least one strength-based workout a week. And then, you know, you could do two, three workouts a week. It just depends what you enjoy, what you enjoy to do. Like that's a big part of it. But at least one, one to three, I think is a good range to work with. And then on top of that, any other exercise you want to do, maybe it's, maybe enjoy running, then fantastic, get out and run, maybe it's enjoy swimming, like, you know, do something you enjoy, maybe it's just a case of you going out and hitting your step goal every day, and maybe you set a step goal hitting 7,000 steps a day, Um, absolutely fantastic, that's maybe the other side of your exercise, it's finding what works for you, so number three is plan what you'll do for exercise, and, you know, plan out what days you're going to work out as well, so like I said, if you don't have any workouts, or have zero idea what you're doing when it comes to that, ping me a message on um, Instagram, and I'll send you over the, the templates I've got, Um, tons of them so I'll send them over number four is set the days and times that you'll track your progress hit your workouts and plan your week Um, now this is something I get a lot of my clients to do Um, you know we need to get ultra clear on when we're updating our stats so for example you might want to take your body weight multiple times per week and not just once per week a lot of people just weigh themselves once a week but if we weigh ourselves once a week our body weight throughout the week is going to go up and down like an absolute yo-yo and that's completely completely normal we we, we kind of want to take a bird's eye view especially of our body weight and see what it's doing on average over the week so we can see whether it's trending down or not so you'll find that yeah it might go up some days but it's going to come down some days as well so we want to see what your average body weight over the week's doing so what i usually recommend some people weigh themselves every day which is fine absolutely perfect you can do that what you're basically doing at the end of the week is just taking a weekly average and seeing right okay on average is my weight going down because uh, like I say, you can have all these little wee ups and downs. There's so many reasons to why it goes up and down. Nothing to do with you gaining body fat, by the way. There's so many things that affect it. But, you know, take that reading and look at it and think, right, okay, is my average weight down this week? Perfect. For example, like someone um, weighed in with me on last Saturday, for example, and they were actually up. That was the heaviest they'd been that week. But they'd been out for their supper on the Friday night. But earlier on the week, they'd gotten down to their lowest weight. And when we took all their weight readings over the week, their average weight was down a pound and a half from the week before. But if they'd just been weighing themselves on the Saturday, they'd literally stepped on and went, oh my God, I'm up two pounds, for God's sake, I've really tried this week. And they'd be so disheartened. So that's why it's so important we take multiple readings. Once a week, weigh-ins are just an absolute waste of time because there's so many things that can affect your, your scale weight. So set the days you get to weigh yourself. For example, it could be you know, maybe you do Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and you just take a, an average out of the three readings. So set those days, get them on your calendar so you know what days you're weighing in and tracking your progress. Then I would set the day that you could do your measurements. So just do that on one of the mornings that you do your weight. Um, maybe you pick a weekend, that's usually easier. So every Saturday, I would take some of your measurements, do things like your waist and hips, chest, arms and legs, like that's a good area, to, five good areas to work on, and t- take note of them, do them once a week, because some weeks you might not lose scale weight, but you'll lose a lot of measurements, which is really motivating, because that'll, that'll change how your clothes fit, how you look, and it's a really good sign that you're still losing body fat, so that's what I would do with tracking your progress, 
Uh, and there may be progress pics. You could do them once a week. Uh, once a week, sorry, once a month. Once a month would be absolutely fine. But um, have something in place to track your progress. So you can see you've got data showing you whether or not you're losing body fat, you're, you're plateaued, or whether you're gaining body fat. You've got data in front of you. And then you can do something with that. Um, you know, if you're not making progress, you can do something with that. If you're making progress, you know to keep going. So it's so, so, so important. Um, that you do have that dialed in on your calendar so you know what days you're tracking your progress as you go. The other thing I would try and do is set a day that you'll plan your week. So I'll often tell a lot of my clients, look, maybe at the weekend, like set a day, set some time aside, it'll take you five minutes just to plan out your week. Plan out what your main meals for the week are for next week. So plan out what lunches you're gonna have so that when you do your food shop this weekend, you know what to go and grab. Maybe you need to map out your lunches and your suppers or maybe you need to plan and have something quick and easy that night you're working late you know it's it's having a bit of structure with your week and um, so plan out what main meals you're having for the week ahead and um, so that when you go and do your food shop you know what ingredients you need you know what meals you need to grab it'll make your week flow so much better and then finally with regards to the planning side of things is just planning the days you'll work out put it in like an appointment if you've got the dentist at 10 a.m on tuesday high probability you'll be there if you say yeah i'm gonna work out twice next week but you never say what days or time. It's very easy to get to Friday and go, oh crap, I've not done anything. So 100%, try and pl- give yourself some structure for the week ahead. Plan in initially what days you're going to be tracking your progress and your stats and things like that. Plan in the days you're going to be working out. And then every week, you know, before you do your food shop, just try and map out what, you know, what you're having meal-wise for the week ahead. You don't have to be crazy, crazy, ultra, ultra concise with it, but just try and get a rough idea of main meals. Like, you know, okay, what am I having for breakfast this week? What am I breakfast? Have I got that in the fridge or do I need to go and get that in the food shop? What am I doing for lunches? What am I doing for suppers? Just sit down with a pen and paper and write down, right, breakfast, lunch, dinner. What am I having the next five days at least um, going into the new week? And if you do that, honestly, it will make the world a difference and you'll see so much more consistent progress. So that's number four. And the final one, number five, and then I'll kind of go over them because I know I've spoke for a little bit here. Number five is get accountable. Tell someone what you're about to do. Tell someone what your goals are. You know, whether it's your partner, whether it's someone in your family, one of your friends, tell them, look, this is what I'm focusing on just now. I'm starting on Monday and I'm going all in with this. This, I've got my holiday and I really want to try my best and and get the best results possible. Tell them what you're going to do. If you just keep it yourself, it's really easy after a bad weekend to go, oh, it doesn't matter. No one even knows I'm doing this. So I'll just give up and go back to what I was doing before. It's very easy to do that and fall back and self-sabotage. So 100% tell someone what you're going to do. Put a bit of pressure on yourself. Get someone there to hold you accountable. Tell someone that, right, you know what, I'm, I'm really going to try and lose body fat for this holiday. Tell your partner, tell your friends, because, you know, it puts a little bit of added pressure on. You don't want to turn up and go like, oh, sorry, no, I, I gave up. I had a bad weekend. I just gave up. You know, get someone to hold you accountable because it really does make all the difference. So I'll give you a quick summary of those five points I'd focus on. So if you are listening to this, you might want to take a few little notes. So number one, set a goal. That's the most important part. We need to know what we're working towards. Set a goal, set a big goal, however long that is. It might be 12 weeks, 16 weeks, 18 weeks. And from there, we want to break that down into 30-day mini goals. Set some little mini targets to work towards and that will really motivate you as you go. And like I said, keep the goal specific. You need to know what the goal is. Don't just say something like, oh, I want to be a little bit more toned before my holiday. How the hell do you know whether or not you're making progress or not? Get specific with your goal. Number two is set your calorie and macro goals. Like I said, you can use the likes of MyFitnessPal to track your food intake. Uh, They will actually calculate out what calories you should be eating. Um, and it'll give you a rough estimation. Um, you can go into the Google and search for calorie uh, TDE calculator and it'll 
show you a rough idea based on how active you are and what you weigh just now. Again, these are all estimations, but you can adjust them um, once you've started tracking your food and seeing whether or not you're making progress. Your macro goals, literally I would go with protein, two grams per kilogram of body weight. If you have got a lot of weight to lose, say, well over two and a half stone, um, yeah, I would probably reduce that protein intake a wee bit because it'll be ridiculously high due to the, the body weight being a little bit higher. Try and keep the fat intake, you know, at least 25 to 20% of total calories coming from fat and then the rest can be carbs. Um, so that's what I do with the calories and macros. Number three is plan what you'll do for exercise. So, um, you know, plan in what, you, what you're going to be doing, like whether you're going to be working out from home or going to the gym. Like I said, try and get at least one strength workout a week. One to three is probably a sweet spot. Um, if you don't have any structure or no plans, ping me a message on Instagram or Facebook. Just say, look, hey, listen to your podcast send me the free workouts and I'll send them across. Literally, they're sitting there in a folder doing nothing. So 100% use them. Um, like I say, but what would be at least one to three workouts strength-wise because that's going to help you get toned and defined. And then on top of that, you can do whatever you want, whether you like to run, swim, cycle, or even just go out and walk. Perfect. Number four is set the days and times that you're going to track your progress. That's the first thing. But what, you know, say what mornings you're going to track your, your body weight. You want to do multiple readings, not just one. Um, so maybe that's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or maybe you do it daily. The days you do your measurements. So we do them once a week. I would pick maybe like a Saturday morning, for example, and then progress picks. You can do them once a month. So that's what we do with tracking our progress. And then the final bit with regards to kind of planning is planning your week so planning the days and times you're going to work out planning um you know what you're going to be doing meal wise for the week ahead just your main meals say your breakfast your lunches your dinners and that'll make it so much easier for you to stay on track throughout the week and then the final point i had number five was get accountable tell someone what you're way to do if you keep it yourself i used to keep it to myself when i used to try and set goals before and after like four weeks i give up no one would say anything because no one knew if you tell someone it's an it's a way of getting accountable yeah in an ideal world, you'd have a coach that's holding you accountable or someone, a training partner holding you accountable at every workout. Like that would be brilliant. But, uh, you know, in reality, sometimes that can't happen. So find someone to hold you accountable. Tell someone what you're way to do. Use, use your your husband or your wife or your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend, whatever, um, to, to help hold you accountable. And if you do that, it will make a massive difference. So yeah, I hope that's been useful. That's just five things I would do. Like if I was focused on fat loss right now, that's what I would do and map that out and then uh, get really clear on what I need to do each day. Um, so yeah, hope that's been useful. Hope everyone's having a good week so far. Uh, literally tomorrow, we're taking on this bloody 50K run. So next week, I'll update you guys on here on how it went, <laughs> uh, if I managed to complete it, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, and yeah, I'll let you know some lessons and um, yeah, some self-reflection off the back of it. But yeah, hope everyone's having a good week for, so far. Let me know if you want those workout templates. Like I say, just bloody ping me a message and I'll send them across and we will catch up with everyone next week. Hope you all have a lovely weekend.